unlike Christian Bale in this movie, I actually can go to sleep. So why don't we hurry this up? Hey guys, Alex here from Capacity the Geek, and I'm joined as always with my co-hosts, Bobby and Walter. Say hey guys. Hey guys. Hey everybody. Alright, so, uh, woo! We got a film for you this week. What did we watch, Walter? We watched the 2004 hit-ish kind of film. Not at all. The Machinist. Yes, otherwise known as that film that you get this really weird picture of Christian Bale being super skinny from. So, um, was this our first time, Bobby? Yeah. Okay, and uh, Walter picked the film. Uh, We don't let him do that a lot. Here's why. I'm still, to this very minute, very confused. Yeah. I mean, I can see where they're going for with the film, and it definitely has its merits, and Christian Bale is always a good actor. Oh, yeah. I say that, but then Pocahontas, but... Uh, yeah, no, um, and it's got a pretty good cat... I mean, all I know is Christian Bale and Jennifer Jason Lee. That's kind of... You mean Nicole Kidman? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> all of the Nicole Kidmans. Every Nicole Kidman is in this movie. I No, I just thought that was Nicole Kidman at first. And then I just made a joke that everybody, every woman in this movie is Nicole Kidman for some reason. Even the Hispanic woman that shows up later was Nicole Kidman in my eyes. Or the really elderly landlady. Yes. Like I said, every woman in this film. She's every woman. Just like Chaka Khan. Or Diana Ross. So, uh, this film follows a guy who hasn't slept in a year. And due to that, he's very malnourished. Just like Christian Bale, uh, got really malnourished in real life for this. Um, yeah, Christian Bale. You know, Batman. For the majority of our lives, I guess. And Dick Cheney for a little bit of our lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, John Connor for a really weird summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is definitely a merit for method actors. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis, Christian Bale. But they can definitely go in the other direction, like uh, Jared Leto. Just plain old Jared Leto. Yeah. Goes uh, out into the... Uh desert for 12 days and oh yeah discovers COVID-19 Jared Leto. <laughs> he's probably the last person on earth to know about the coronavirus and he was doing a very Jared Leto thing hey, while hey, doing Alex, it Alex Alex huh. look pro tip you're gonna have to edit the term coronavirus out for when you put this on YouTube because you can't say coronavirus on YouTube I thought you can't spread coronavirus misinformation on YouTube I mean that, that's not misinformation he he was on a 12 day meditation session and uh he didn't know about but uh the youtube channels i follow they have been censoring themselves when saying coronavirus nobody gives a fuck about this besides this will probably upload um you know after the whole scare so I'm just going to cut this whole part out. Thanks, guys. Th- thank you. You know, we could have just casually said coronavirus, but... Attention listeners, coronavirus. 
that is all. C-c-c-corona. It's Corona time. <laughs> oh man, I can see why Fast and the Furious Nine got on um, my uh, fucking shelf. <laughs> Can't talk about coronavirus. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Wasn't there a virus in, like, Hobbs and Shaw or whatever? That's, like, the one thing I know about that movie. I don't know. My dad watched it, not me. Oh. Gotta get your dad on for the Fast and Furious <laughs> retrospective. Stay tuned. It's gonna be, like, five hours long. Hasn't driven a car in, like, years, but still. Has your dad ever driven? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I needed to ask you that, but... I don't know why either. <laughs> I've just, I've never seen him drive. Well, yes, he used to drive. Now he doesn't. Right. This isn't a conversation we should be having on the podcast. Yeah, we're just gonna cut this out. <laughs> I, you're editing this episode. Okay. <laughs> I've got so many more backlogs. Just, oh uh, my god. Send it to me. Yeah. If you guys phone. listen to our Ghostbusters uh, podcast that came out the same weekend we're recording this. I did casually say that we have to do a Howard the Duck episode like three times on that podcast that released right after the Howard the Duck episode. <laughs> yeah, we kind of had a backlog of episodes we haven't been uh, editing and uploading, so yeah. Just uh, wait, by the time this episode comes out, the world's not even going to know what coronavirus is. Oh yeah. This one's not going on YouTube. This one's too hot for YouTube because we keep saying coronavirus. Uh, um, fuck, where were we? Oh yeah, Jared Leto, um, bad method actor. Probably yeah. a bad actor overall. Uh, I'm calling it now, Morpheus is gonna suck. Uh. But you know what else doesn't, what, what doesn't suck? Wouldn't be a Capacity to Geek episode if Dalton doesn't text me halfway through the recording. But, uh, you know, you know what doesn't <laughs> suck? What? Jer- Jared Leto's, uh, music catalog. But such hits by 30 Seconds Smart. Uh, fuck. But some hits. Uh, such hits from 30. This. Fuck this. This entire part is getting cut out. But from yesterday. We were the kings and queens. And, uh, yeah, Jared Leto, take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't. I, I can. I, I mean, it might have just been Suicide Squad. But I smell you. <laughs> I smell you, dude. It's it's rank. Like if I can if I can smell you through the digital file that they put on the screen at the movie theater, because you could just say I could smell you through the cellophane back in the day, but no, no, it's it's stank. I mean, what do you expect? He's the type of man to go on a twelve uh, day retreat to the middle of the desert where he can't shower. All in the name of meditation. Yeah. But yes. Christian Bale is known for his method acting as evidence of this movie. Oh yeah, this is probably his most extreme instance of method acting. I'd say like more than Dick Cheney where he just got really fat. He got really, really skinny for this. Like super skinny. This was none of that was in effect. That was just what he got to. And the thing is that later on in the film, I completely forgot that he's supposed to be skinny. 
Like, he's supposed to be, like, super skinny. This like, is just Christian Bale now. This is what I know him for. Yeah, and, like, it was really surreal. Like, in the flashback, spoiler alert, he runs over a kid. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I said spoiler alert. <laughs> but, so, uh... So, guys, if you haven't seen the movie The Machinist, uh... Why are you listening to this episode? Yeah, you fucking nerd. What are you doing? Go watch The Machinist. Or don't. I don't care. It's Just... free on Crackle. Not sponsored. No, but we still paid for the YouTube. And the voodoo. And the voodoo. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. At least, uh, at least you guys didn't have to pay for next week's fucking movie. <laughs> Not gonna give it away, but... <laughs> Ooh! Yeah. That's a movie I definitely paid for. <laughs> anyway. In fact, I think I spent more money on this movie, um, paying $4 for the rental, than I did when I got it on DVD for $1 in a bargain bin. <laughs> Boy. You know a movie's gonna be good when you find it for a dollar in a bargain bin. That, That's that's the, my aesthetic. $1 bargain bin movies. If you're lucky, they usually come with the digital copy. If you'd like, I, uh, I do have a collection of movies that you might be interested in, Alex. They're uh, totally free, got from a friend whose brother had a uh, DVD subscription service thing. Uh-huh. That being said, if you want Remember the Titans on DVD, I think I got you. I'm good, I'm good. Ring uh, of Fire? No. Man on Fire? Do you want to not sell me DVDs while Gridiron we're... Gang? <laughs> I've seen Gridiron Gang. That's the one with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. At least I think I own that. Okay, but uh, once again, can you stop trying to sell me DVDs while we're I'm currently while we're currently trying to record this podcast? <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So Christian Bale, he lost a ton of weight for this movie. Then he bulked up for Batman for Batman Begins. Uh, he was told that he was too heavy, about twenty pounds too heavy. Once he bulked all the way up, they called him Fat Man, and then he lost the twenty pounds and did the Batman movie. But, uh... And it's insane that I think it was only like a six-month period that he went from Machinist to Batman Begins? If that, because this movie released in 2004? Yeah. Batman Begins released in 2005. Yeah, it's insane. Like, it that is. can't be good for the human body to do that. Yeah. he He's just an incredible method actor. I mean, like, he speaks in the accent of whatever character he is for the entire time he's working on that movie. He, uh, like I said, he bulked up for Batman, became skinny for here, uh, became an asshole for Terminator Salvation, uh, <laughs> got really fat for uh, Vice, and uh, he is confirmed to be in Thor Love and Thunder, and he might be the villain there. So he might just shoot himself into space and like try and wield <laughs> Molnir for this fucking thing or whatever he's doing. So, the rumor I've heard for him in uh, Thor, mm-hmm. Love and Thunder, uh-huh. is that he might be Beta Ray Bill. I've heard Beta Ray Bill, but I've also heard the villain. Uh, yeah, he looks like Bojack Horseman with like a, a, a hammer. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I would say Bojack Horseman, but more a moose. So, Regardless, not a horse at all, He's Walter. getting sent to the glue factory at some point in his life. <laughs> oh, God. You, but, guys, you guys have seen Young Frankenstein, right? bastard <laughs> that's that's a halloween episode that we got to do young frankenstein <laughs> frau blue and then horse neighing in the background 
But, um, damn, there are so many other films I'd rather talk about than this film. <laughs> no offense, Walter. I just don't really like artsy films. And you keep trying to bring artsy films into this I podcast. I don't consider it artsy. I consider it more of a thriller. Artsy? What did you consider fucking Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? A thriller. A crime thriller. An artsy film. They were both artsy. Do you know what an artsy film is? It's this. Do, do you just consider artsy anything serious? Yeah. For the most part. But this was artsy. This was like Black Swan artsy. I. You don't consider Black Swan artsy? Not really. Black Swan is like the artsiest of artsy next to like anything. Yeah. Just this stylistic, grim and gritty. I mean, a lot of films can be considered artsy. Joker is considered artsy. You know? Kind of like just those quiet character moments where like he's just... That's another thing. I mean, obviously this film came out before the Joker, but Joker had to, had to take a lot of influence from this movie. I mean, you know, it started out as a joke, but then there were a lot of similarities, right? I mean, definitely the guy has a mental illness. It's called not sleeping for a year. That can really yeah. fuck you up. Insomnia. Um, like that Robin Williams movie One Hour Photo <laughs> I haven't um, seen that one either I haven't seen that one uh, um, Have you seen One Hour Photo? Yes, yes I have I've heard it's very good It is Granted I haven't seen it in like a decade But yeah I've seen I, it. I haven't seen it at all So, um, What were you going to say Bob? Fuck it Fuck if I remember <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I love how you guys saying, oh, you're going to have to censor this episode because you fucking said the coronavirus, but you've been dropping F-words the entire time. We don't even censor this show anymore. We don't give a shit. Nah. I mean, it's not like anybody's going to sponsor us anytime soon. Everything's kind of shut down. Yeah, that's true. This episode is sponsored by masturbating. That's what a lot of people are going to be doing if they can't go to work or go to school. Speaking of which, final thoughts on this episode, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. No, no, no. I, I, I guess we should try and buckle down. Okay, so, like we've said, it's an artsy film. The guy hasn't slept for a year. Um, I feel like it's just, when it all comes together, when it all comes together, the theme is guilt? Yes. Okay. That was really just in the end there, isn't wasn't it? Yeah, they really... This film is not particularly critically lauded, and I can see why. They really... They really did wait for the last minute to, like, give payoff to anything. If that, honestly. Like, you got... You sort of got payoff to the relationship with Trevor and, uh, what's her name? Um, I don't know. Just say Jennifer Jason Lee. And, yeah, payoff with Trevor and Jennifer Jason Lee. You finally figure out that, uh, Ivan is fake. Yeah. Like, is confirmed fake. Yeah, this is a real fight club kind of thing. 
and then you figure out what started this whole thing and it was the fact that he ran over a kid and then fled the scene yeah so like okay so Ivan's confirmed fake Maria, his waitress, was confirmed fake. Right. Not confirmed fake. It's She's just a just, of his imagination. She was a projection of the woman who right. kid he had. Right. Like was Zazie. Was the prostitute real? Yes. Are we sure? Yes. Yes. Are we sure? Yes. Are we positive? Yes. There was no indication that she was not right. real. So, yeah, the two of them were basically Zazie Beats and uh, Joker. fake relationship and you know which I called except the relationship with the hooker was real right yes like those moments are really the ones where you know that's actually happening right what I'm saying is that the waitress right is the Zazie Beats where I guess Jennifer Jason Lee would probably be the mother Um, back to like I know I know I made the joke when we were watching, but, um, judging by the way that he left his job, because, you know, he's kind of unemployed, how was he still paying for the prostitute? Unemployment. Yeah, but, like, considering how he left his job, would he have gotten unemployment in that situation? Okay, I, I feel like he at that point they were... The Hold on. I feel like at that point, um, they were already having a relationship. Relationship. Not like they're sleeping, they're fucking... Uh, it's not on the job, it's like... But he left money in her tip jar. He left a f- picture in her tip jar. Which, I mean, obviously I haven't had much um, experience in the sex you pay for. <laughs> besides a few $150 dinners, but... Uh... <laughs> sorry, Mom! No, no, no. <laughs> That's not a sorry to her. That's more of a sorry to me. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Walt. That was a little uncalled for, Walter. Yeah. Calling it like it is. I'd hit you with something, but you know, social distancing. Yeah. Bobby, you live with the man. You. I throw this ibuprofen at him, but I don't want you to get corona. Where's that ibuprofen come from? Where's this gel over here? It might be mine, to be honest. I think it is your <laughs> ibuprofen. <laughs> Bobby, don't just... Yeah, it's mine. Don't just take the ibuprofen. <laughs> he just opens the bottle. Like, <laughs> he's ready. <laughs> oh, man. This episode of Capacity to Geek brought to you by... Just, just stop. Just stop. Come on, just stop. man. Anyway, I've... Yeah, I haven't had much experience with the whole sex work. Um... But do most prostitutes have a tip jar? I wouldn't think a tip jar. I would think you like, just hand it over. Do most of them just end the session with like, Oh, I had a great time. Don't forget to hit up my Patreon for more fun. <laughs> you know, I don't think a lot of them end it like that. But, I mean, to each his own. Like... I don't know. Do they have like a little credit card machine, like a square? Is that what's going on now? That like, might be a thing now. Oh God, a square prostitutes. Either that, or like you that, know, if you're that, gonna do anything with me, you better subscribe to my OnlyFans. That's the only way you're gonna get any action. Oh yeah, you're gonna get them feet pics. That'd be, but but logically, they couldn't do the square thing because it'd be way too easy to track. Prostitution's legal in Nevada, my dude. 
Okay, that's one out of 50. If you video record it, it's considered porn, yeah. which is legal. Yes. I learned that from Family Guy. I was at the pornography store. I was buying pornography. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Seth MacFarlane. No, that... The last one was from The Simpsons. But you mentioned Family Guy. Right, but then I made a Simpsons reference. I was referencing the uh, superior product. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Which I believe that's the episode Mr. Plow. But he was at the pornography store. He was buying pornography. (laughs) That's usually how that works. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... uh, Yeah, and another thing that reminded me of Joker is... uh, just how everybody at his workplace kind of hated him after the accident and maybe a little bit before that too and uh what yeah it, what what it seemed to me like was before the before the initial accident like the year prior he was just one of the guys at work he would hang out with them play cards yeah but then Started going down a depressing yeah. path and started hanging out with Jennifer Jason Lee. Never a good time. I hear she's a nice lady, actually. Um, one of my favorite things, because we're probably never going to do Hateful Eight, but there's a scene where Kurt Russell uh, bashes a guitar. And uh, it turns out that some museum loaned Quentin Tarantino that guitar. It's like a real ancient. 1800s guitar and what no 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 what they were supposed to do is uh i'll show you the i'll show you guys the footage or whatever because it's in the movie but they were supposed to switch it between takes like they were supposed to cut give him a replica of that guitar then cut back and he was gonna smash it but kurt russell thought that he that she had the replica the whole time and he smashed the guitar and, like, her, she's like, no, wait, that was, like, in, uh, like, that was not Jennifer Jason Lee acting. That was her, like, you have the real guitar. Don't. And then he smashes the fucking guitar. Yeah. Oh, no. I think I heard about that scene. Oh, my. That's so bad. It is terrible. It made for good film. Yeah, but now I don't think museums loan out props to the movies anymore because of that. I mean, uh, the National Bible Museum or whatever the fucking totally loan out those uh, Dead Sea Scrolls now that they've been considered or confirmed uh, fake. The dead what? Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh. Fun fact about that museum, by the way. Mm-hmm. The, those scrolls are fake, and the CEO of that museum also owns Hobby Lobby. Ew. One of the worst places that are closed on Sundays. Guys, Uh, I was asked today on Facebook, by which I mean I saw a post today on Facebook, which do I prefer, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? I commented wholeheartedly, Cadoba, Mexican Grill. Now here's the thing between Cadoba and Chipotle. 
they have taco shells for your salad. You can get it in an actual taco bowl. That's amazing. It is amazing. We have to go to Cadoba. It's in Vernon Hills. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. We're going to go to Cadoba now. What? It's like 10 at night, ain't it? No, we can't go to Cadoba right now. No. It might right. be shut down because, you know. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I forgot. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> I just want some fucking Cadoba, man. I think, I think that's going to be the first meal that I get post everything opens back up. Cadoba. Cadoba. It rhymes with Corona. Kind of. A little bit. A little. There's a little a little bit of rhyming there. Uh, that was the first yawn of the night, so um, about 20 more minutes. <laughs> Back on track, though. You, you, act, you sound like you had a thought You have there. to say something to get I... us back on track <laughs> once you say back on track. I had a thought and then I lost it. Damn it. Uh, all right, so um, Christian Bale's character gets followed around by a large, gross, disgusting, ugly man. With really big teeth. And a weird hand placement where they say, like, his thumb and his pinky are, like, his fingers now? His foot, thumb, and pinky. Yeah. Yeah, that and was... And it's uh, gross and... That was unsettling. You mean his pinky toe and his big toe? Yeah. That's the thing. What did I say? Foot, thumb, and pinky. <laughs> That's what he said in the movie. Foot, thumb, and pinky. I mean, I don't know, man, but I, I don't call my big toe my foot, thumb. That would, that would insinuate that my feet are actually useful for something. Look, we've Aside seen how small up. your hands are. <laughs> I am a size nine wide, thank you. <laughs> I said your hands. Oh, you're gonna roast me based off my feet for a half second. No. <laughs> you I'm into you, a child's you, large. I have a, a, a glove. Yeah. Oh. Fun I, fact: I didn't know that children, the children's sized gloves had sizes. Oh God. Um, I have a size eight shoe. Nobody cares about your size thirteen, you behemoth. That actually is my size. Yeah. No, I know. You talk about your feet so often, why don't you some pics? You don't want his feet pics. You live with him. I really don't. I'm just saying, like, giving him some financial advice. Oh, man. People will make caster moldings of his feet. Sell it at Sasquatch Museums. <laughs> Can we not talk about my feet on the podcast? Look, we've talked about everybody's feet on this podcast. Um, okay, so, yeah, so he's followed around by this guy named Ivan. Um, there is a bit of a gang stalking situation going on where he believes that everybody's kind of plotting against him. Ivan's kind of the ringleader. It costs him his job, his, uh, romantic pursuits, mainly his sanity, but, like, also the job and all that stuff. Yeah. Um... He's a really weird guy. He washes his hands with bleach. He's really skinny. He's super skinny. And, um, yeah. Uh, he hasn't slept in a year. And I think that might be an exaggeration. Like, on and off, maybe he's fallen asleep. Because 
if you guys remember our Halloween episode, Russian sleep experiment, uh, about like a month, I think that's how much how long they survived, and they did not look good. Yeah, um, I think in reality, scientists said you could go eleven days before you die without sleep. Oh yeah, your heart cannot take without sleep. And um, so my main question is: so at the end, he turns himself in for the hidden run of the kid. Right. Right. But. Did he... My question is the red car. He drove it off a cliff a year Um, before, right? What I'm thinking happened is he put some sort of weight on the gas pedal, Mm -hmm. had it in drive, and and basically had it drive itself off a cliff. Okay. To destroy the evidence. Right. And then reported it wrecked. Right. So, yeah, not only was... uh, So Ivan doesn't exist. Ivan is a figment of Christian Bale's imagination and also the personification of the guilt that he's endured because he accidentally ran over a kid. And uh, like we said on the show, um, he's also having a relationship with this diner worker. A diner at an airport. Yeah. is very strange. But I think... What I'm read to believe is that we do get uh, a fork in the road, which is another um, kind of visual thing. One, we get it, the highway to hell, road to salvation there, but at the end, there is a sign that says airport, going to the left, or downtown, going to the right. Uh, What I want to piece together before the movie began a year ago, his accident... Um, initial accident is that he headed towards downtown which probably had like a hill or something he could drive off of but he frequently visits a diner at the airport which first question a diner at the airport? yeah that's a thing is is it a thing? yeah they have restaurants at airports right right but a Diner. Hey, why not? That he can easily get into without a flight? I mean, why not? That's it was 2004. It was after 9-11. It's not a public place. You can't get into an airport that easily, Bobby. Have you ever been to an airport? Yeah. I walked around General Mitchell. It was the easiest thing to do. What's General Mitchell? It's Milwaukee. Oh. You literally go in and it's like, oh, wow, this is a really small airport that's like... Really empty. Hold on. <coughs> hmm. I always thought you just needed to get through a security check. Not if you're going to a diner. Huh. Yeah, the diner could have been before the, uh, like, placed before the... I always just assumed that they, they're, all the restaurants were by the terminals. That's how I've always seen airports. I mean, I'm assuming that it might have been by a terminal. I don't know. It's just really weird. Um, but, yeah. Uh, airport, and he sees the woman, and he goes on a date with her and her kid for Mother's Day. Uh, yeah, he ended up killing the kid, driving over him. 
And, uh... But in his mind on the date, uh, he ended up causing the epileptic seizure of the kid. Yeah. Because when he took him on a ride... Right, and he had a Route 66, um... Air freshener, and the ride was, like, go, uh, Route 666. Right. Right, but the kid really wanted to go on it, and... I don't know. So at the end, he turns himself in for the kid, uh, and he, you know, confesses, he'll give a statement and everything, but he finally gets a chance to sleep because he finally got the guilt off his chest, and who knows what's going to happen with him later. I think that's left up to interpretation. They never really made The Machinist 2. I don't think it's something they can really do. No, I don't think anyone really wants to do it. Yeah, no, that's kind of like a one-and-done thing. You've told this really strange story. Yeah. I, I enjoy this movie a lot for what it is, but I am fully aware of the fact that it's fucking weird. It is. It, it really is weird, and it's not, like, my kind of weird where, like, I can talk about, like, just, why are there dogs talking? Or, like, why is that sandwich eating a man? You know? It's just, like, I don't know. It's, like, a surreal, not a surreal kind of weird, but just, like, this guy needs a fucking nap weird. And he also does not know how to play Hangman. No. Oh, no, I did point that out. Uh, he keeps finding a Hangman game, and um, at the end it's supposed to spell killer, but, one, he keeps adding a limb whenever he gets something correct. You're only supposed to add a limb once you get something wrong. That's one of, one, if not the only rule of Hangman. Is that, and two, um, he has at one point the letter L and E R filled out, but there's two L's in killer, so he would have had both L's filled out, but he didn't, because at Hangman it's like uh, Jeopardy. No, not Jeopardy. It's Wheel of Fortune. That's the one. Where um, if you guess a vowel, if you guess a letter, uh, it goes in to all the spaces that the letter is in. So he doesn't know how to hit play hangman. Uh, he needs a nap. He's like Patrick Bateman. If Patrick Bateman had a cocaine problem or heroin problem, Patrick Bateman probably did have a cocaine problem. Do you guys know Patrick Bateman? Do you guys American Psycho? Uh-huh. I have not seen it. Oh, surprise, surprise. He kills Jared Leto in that movie. Or does he? No, he doesn't. It's all in his head. He ends up... Yeah, he's like this cool guy for the entire movie. But like in the last five minutes, they're like, Oh, jeez, the guys you killed are actually alive. It was all in your head. And he just ends up looking like a big fucking nerd. <laughs> At least that's my interpretation of this movie. Of, well, this movie and also... Um, American Psycho. Christian Bale's just a big fucking nerd. Killed a kid trying to light up his cigarette. Yeah. 
Don't smoke, kids. Or you kill a kid. So, do you have any talking points for us, Walter? Not really. I think we covered everything. What's real, what's not. Uh, what caused everything. The fact that a guy lost his arm. Actually, I think that's the first time we mentioned We never went over the Oh, yeah. We never went over the whole thing that started this whole thing, aside from the whole thing that actually started the whole thing. Yeah, the real, the kind of, like, first step to his, like, immediate downfall was the fact that, distracted by the sight of someone who isn't real, Ivan... Uh, he backed into the start button of a machine and caused one of his co-workers to lose an arm. That co-worker later on punched him in the nuts. Yeah, full force. Obviously with the arm he didn't lose, but that goes without saying. My, my question is, how do you keep your job after that? Well, he didn't. No. Um, it's a workplace accident. You know, they have to investigate it. Yeah, it takes a while. Also, there were some faults. He was wearing long sleeves. He had his full body on the machine. Uh, The machine's kill switch wasn't working. There were a lot of factors into it. OSHA would have had a field day, is what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, that whole place was just not a safe work environment. A machine plant. Yeah. They're never safe. No. I fell on my wooden stool. Like, a week ago. Have not reported it. Hope you're doing okay. Fuck you. How's your bum? It's okay. (laughs) Well, I think that about does it. Yeah? Alright. So, uh, if you guys haven't checked out our YouTube yet, uh, I have a cooking video on there where I make mozzarella sticks. Uh, we have some of the podcast episodes up, uh, definitely go check that out, um, maybe closer to the summertime, and once, you know, this whole, uh, pandemic is kind of cleared away, we'll definitely plan to have more videos, more cooking videos, definitely I want to remodel my kitchen a little bit before I do some more of that, um, want to thank you guys, you know, being so great, and, uh, all of you, wash your fucking hands, uh, stay safe out there. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. This coming from three guys that meet every week at one guy's house. But uh, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Um, Yeah, so follow the show's Twitter at Capacity underscore two. Try and have more content there. Uh, Capacity Geek Podcast on Facebook. Um probably look us up on instagram under that thing too uh my instagram uh a r o a d in the kitchen a road in the kitchen uh that's where i put all you know i'll do some mini cooking videos i'll do some uh photography of my food i'll do a bit of that um you know it's a fun a fun ass time uh I don't know. You guys see anything you want to plug? Hope you got your toilet paper. Toilet paper, yeah, definitely. Um, I do want to plug one show. Everything is going to be okay on Freeform. You can watch it on Hulu. It's a pretty funny show by 
Australian comedian Josh Thomas uh, just finished its first season. All of it's on Hulu, only 10 episodes. It's a breeze to watch. Um, it's pretty funny. It's got some awkward humor in there. Uh, it's got a lot of heart. It deals with a lot of LGBTQ issues and also issues of dealing with autism and living with autism and living with someone with autism and loving with some someone with autism. So it's kind of got all those great things. Uh, I definitely want to see a season two. So if our five followers can watch that, be five more viewers for the show, and that'd be great. Uh, anything else? During this during this pandemic, please be nice to your retail workers. Walter, please. Nobody's nice to us. Yeah. And uh, restaurant workers, um, movie theater workers, gym workers, everybody who's been displaced, I know. I, I've personally had some people that are currently out of work for the foreseeable future because of all this. Um, you know, you stay strong. Uh, do what you guys can. Uh, we love you. We support you guys. Um, I'm working retail. Know. We're hiring. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different grocery stores are hiring people immediately to help with this pandemic. And um, that could be a good side hustle for now. But... We love all you uh, in podcast land. Even if you don't listen to the show, if you stumble upon this show like five years later, you don't know what the hell a, cor- a coronavirus is. You're in the middle of dealing uh, dealing with the fucking Modelo syndrome or whatever the hell's next. Uh, next election year, you know, there's going to be the fucking um, Coors Light pen- uh, Penoma. Guinness Fever. Coming get get his Fever. <laughs> that coming one's good. Coming next St. Patrick's Day. Happy uh, St. Patrick's oh Day. Oh, boy. Yeah, Happy St. Patrick's Day. That's going to date the episode. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> but, it's okay. Uh, They're going to listen to this in like five weeks anyway. What's the matter? It's hopefully coming out in a, a week after next. <laughs> we have fun here. And uh, we hope you guys are doing good in your social isolation or whatever they call it these days, social distancing. We used to just call it stay at home and be a fucking nerd. But, uh, yeah. Much love, guys. Peace.